So now I have a question about my daughter, who she's six and a half now. And recently, probably over the last two weeks, almost every night, she's been having like extreme night terrors. Like we need to take her out of the room because she's being too loud because she shares a room with her brother. And we have to keep her safe because she's being, she's thrashing about and she's very scared. She's usually talking nonsense, but like sometimes she'll be like, I'm scared. Or I, um, when I, I think I she said, up. I want to wake up. I want to wake up. I can't wake up. Uh, I think mom, mommy. mommy, mommy, mama. And then um, Vader, one time Vader. Usually I like last night I called it when it was going to happen because I heard her coughing. And then I think her coughing might be waking her up mm-hmm. during REM sleep. Mm-hmm. And then it just knocks her into the night terror, which lasts for maybe like five or six minutes sometimes. It's a really long. I mean, she had them. I can't remember how old she was. Two to four, like that age range. I don't remember. And she had them, but they lasted like 20 seconds. Mm -hmm. And it was just like crying and being upset. And then she'd go back to bed. I mean, they were upsetting. But this is, like, dramatic. And I don't think... I haven't asked her about him. Have you? Oh, I've asked her if she doesn't remember anything. Okay. I'm like, do you remember a dream about Darth Vader? And she's like, no. She's like, why? And I'm like, you said Vader last night. And she's like, I did. And she was just, like, laughing. She she doesn't okay. remember anything. She's, I mean, <coughs> it's a long... It's, like, five minutes of her with her eyes open. Like, she'll see... Like, one time she was in our room, and there's a mirror... And you like could tell like she saw she must have her eyes were open she saw her picture or she'll look at you or you know something and it just starts screaming like someone's killing her sort of thing that's mm-hmm. traumatic for us. <laughs> so when you said she she looked into your face or looked into reflection. She got more scared. Or? Yeah, like it's almost like um, we kind of have to restrain her a little bit because she's like falling out of the bed, kicking things. Mm-hmm that sort of thing so I don't know if she could hurt herself or yeah her so I'm hugging wall. her but I'm, I'm at the same time like does she think I'm like you know some monster that's her. holding her right and yeah, whatever yeah. dream she's having and so we want to know what we should do yeah I think I think physically well, let's go over that piece and then we'll go back to think why I'm why I think that she's having these at this moment but okay. physically since she, she is sharing your room and there is concern of waking up the other sibling um, I think if you can go in there and, and assess the situation and see if it's going to be, if you think it's really continuing to um, spiral up, then I would just lift her out, very cautiously lift her out and put her onto your bed mm-hmm. and not so much restrain her, but let her flip and flop okay. and let her um, kind of, it's almost a draining activity where they drain that out, that activity, that mm-hmm. movement out versus restraining. Because if you can give her a big enough space where she can flip and flop, and have pillows around her and feel that softness versus mm. that restraining. Yeah. I think you're right on the restraining. Yeah. Um, that could trigger a whole other physical piece of, um, and add to the, to the Fear piece. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, a lot of times children her age, there, there's two reasons that children have a heightened sense of night terrors. And we think they're night terrors, but actually they get triggered. And when you said you could, you could guesstimate when it's gonna happen when she started coughing. 
that's not an un- uncommon piece when a child has some cold or a cough or they've gagged or they've choked and had any kind of feeling during the day that they couldn't breathe because of coughing or sickness it does carry over into the night and that can trigger that feeling of anxiety when they can't breathe right and they they're having a hard time catching their breath or they're coughing a lot that can trigger night terrors it triggers that that fear response and that and during that REM sleep and mm-hmm. it does it can go on to that extreme piece but I know your child and I know her creativity. She's very creative mm-hmm. and she's very demonstrative in her actions and her ways and the way she likes to see her world. And her age, I think the age was, that's why I wanted to make sure you stated her age. We talk about a four-year-old between four and five and a half and is a critical moment for that development of that the the creative brain, that scary brain, that, and they really have a lot of imagination and night terrors are huge. She's in that six and a half realm. Um, but what you have to realize too developmentally, the time that she, um, you said she had these night terrors during that normal time mm-hmm. period also, which so Very she- consist- I mean, it was three or four times a week or something, but it yeah. wasn't like this, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, she's she is right on where she should be for the next phase of night terrors. I mean, she really is, because what's happening, um, well, so we're back into school now, we're back into the routine this week, having that break from the holiday, mm-hmm. um, having all the excitement and all the activities that they did, all the the new things, the, the parties, the excitement, the the traditions that went on, those carry on into their imagination, and, mm-hmm. and so the timing is, is so right, too. To, to, to handle it, to understand it, yeah, she, so she's not really understanding and, and be able to remember her dreams, and you know that it really isn't, she's not having a night, uh, she's not having nightmares, she is having the night terrors mm-hmm. of, of just um, internal dialogue and imagination that's coming out during her, her deep deepest sleep. If she would remember them more or have concepts when she wakes up of like, I yeah, I was really scared about the the dog chasing me. That would be more of a situational that she's experienced something that might be mm-hmm. um, a little more vivid to the to the day of what mm-hmm. she dealt with and what she experienced. Mm-hmm. So yeah, is there any is there in your family uh, genetics night walkers or night talkers? Mm-hmm. My brother, uh, he he would. I think he had some night terrors. My mom said not like that because my mom was here one time when. <clears throat> and had to handle it um but he would sleepwalk a couple times and he talks in his sleep i think one time when he was a toddler he like got up and was sitting on the back of a couch and i think he broke like a a window because mm-hmm. he was just yeah hanging out good it is there is a genetic link when and this is something that does get passed on through the generations and and you do start seeing from her age, you do start seeing that activity. Now her age, they're more scared to actually get up and walk around because the natural fear of leaving their room and that secure place kind she of has stops twice them. Twice with me, like I didn't even know it was happening. I didn't hear it in the bed, but it was. She was like standing there, and I thought she was awake, and she wasn't she awake. She wasn't. Yeah. So yeah. she has. She has done it. So yeah. yeah. So it might. It might actually be part of who she is, and. You know, she is so active during the day. Um, it, it matches who she mm-hmm. is and her activity level. You know, and you know how how difficult is she to put down to sleep in the, in the night? Does she have a hard time unwinding? Maybe really focus on that piece with her, mm-hmm. and going back to looking at that real 
if we want to use the tag phrase right now, the mindfulness at the end of the day for her and really help her maybe do her journaling at night again. During the drawing journal, the written journal again, or kind of get those thoughts and feelings and emotions out more Mm -hmm. so we're not holding it when we go to sleep. Because if she's having a hard time settling to go to sleep, we're we're holding a lot. We're taking a lot with us to bed. We all do, but we don't want this child particularly to take so much to bed with her. And like right now, when I went in there, that you know, she wasn't quite not right now, but before she went to bed, how long had you put her down? I don't know. Uh, eight. So like half hour. Mm-hmm. I went in there. There's four different stuffed animals. They all have their own beds. They all have new names. This one's gonna do this. This. One, I mean, she had, she spent that half hour imagining all kinds of stuff with those things. You know, like she can't um, turn it off. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, and and that and that that activity that you know if that's something that she enjoys doing is using stuffed animals. Then use that to your advantage. It's almost like a play therapy session with her. Okay. And use those animals as her description of, of her feelings and emotions. And has she ever watched the movie Inside or oh, yeah. Inside, Inside, Inside Out? Yeah. Was, there, was that her first bawling, uncontrollable movie? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> she was. Yep. She yeah. was a lot of feels. Yeah. But, but those, no, it's but, great. But, she loves but those it. Cre- it's great. But those creatures, those, yeah, those yeah, animals, yeah. can identify. She can identify Absolutely. them and make that same appearance yeah. with those animals. And just kind of, we just need to get more out of a, a release out of her before she goes great. to sleep because it might be with this genetic piece too it might be something we really need to help her do for the long term okay yeah all right sounds good thank you good night (laughs) (laughs) thank you for listening to this mini episode season two is coming soon so make sure you're subscribed and that you're following us on facebook and our facebook group and that you've rated us on itunes and all of the things and that uh, you've told all your friends about this podcast too also we're looking for sponsors for season two so if you're interested in sponsoring us you have a small business or something you'd like to promote just email us at parentingpodcast at gmail.com